What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. you can, can airport with us. with us. You can airport with us. You guys, I'm coming to you live from the Sacramento airport. Wow. And I'm live. And you're live. my home. From You Can Sit With Us headquarters in Portland. You Can Sit With Us headquarters in Portland. Oregon. Yeah. So here's the deal, you guys. Ashley has been in Napa mm. uh, having a weekend. Yeah. At what seems like an amazingly fun, incredible weekend. Man. I am Were my home. stories next level or were my stories next level? <laughs> it was next level. Oh, yeah. um, I got, was thoroughly entertained all weekend yeah. long. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is Monday, holiday. Yep. Uh, oh my god! Should, isn't that crazy? It's just crazy. And so we did most of the episode, kind of like split up. This is just this is a little bit split up, and then a little bit together, and then here we are, and we needed to knock this out to now. Yeah. Well, just I just was- thought. Because one, to get Chad the recording early enough so yeah. he can edit and make things sound good for you guys to listen. But also Revy has been really struggling and really attached Aww. to me. And when yeah. I FaceTimed her while I was gone, like she's okay, but she wouldn't let anyone have the phone. And then if I would say, you know, are you okay? Or I miss you. She would start um, like kind of crying, you know, when you like, yeah. you know, if you're like not okay. And then someone's like, are you okay though? And then that's when you break down. So yeah. she was doing that like every time I talked to her. And so I feel like when I get back today, I just kind of want to focus. You don't want to land and have something to do. Right. And then be like, that okay, babe, I gotta go work. Yeah. Not you can't being be around with me. her. An yeah. undivided attention, set everything down, just yeah. like be with the fam. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have really good news. And that is that Ka- baby Callan is home. I don't know if I talked about it here or on Patreon more, but my yeah. sister's baby was really sick. Um, he's seven weeks old and she was in the hospital for probably 10 days or something. There was a point I reached out to our spiritual medium, Erica, because I was like, I need, we need help. The doctors cannot figure out what is going on with him. Everything's coming back normal. My sister, when she said the words, like, if he doesn't get better, I'm worried he's not going to survive. I was like, that's, he has to, like, there's, he just has to, you know, it was really scary. Erica, of course, I'm like, I messaged her on Instagram. I'm like, I know this is completely inappropriate. I know that you have like a month long, month long waiting list, you know, months long. I was like, but I, I just, I just, do you have anything? Like, can you connect and give us an, and she was like, oh my gosh, you know, she's amazing. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, spiritual medium, Erica with a K on Instagram. Yep. She's been on our show several times and she was like, I want to, yes, I'm going to call you. I want to connect with you. Um, and then by the time we were going to talk, Callan, they had gotten some results back and they think that it was reflux, um, that he was going all the way up his esophagus. He was aspirating. So his lungs were still full. His oxygen dropped. He had to go on oxygen. It was all very scary. And yesterday he got to go home. So mm. how like, has it been? Have you talked to Teresa since he's been home? Like, is she not okay? really? Since, yeah. I mean, I think she's super relieved. Um, I FaceTimed her yesterday when they got home and I'll see her tonight. I was thinking like, oh, how much longer do we have? And I still have 10 days with her like that good. we're in California. Yeah. So that will be really good. And I'm curious to see how his lungs are. He is going to have to be on breathing treatments for the full first whole year of his life um, mm. because part of his lungs died, I guess, is what they found on the seat. I don't know if I told you that, but they Mm-mm. part um, on the C- CT scan saw that part of them had died or whatever, but they're like, it's okay. They'll rejuvenate, but yeah, he just wow. needs to be on breathing treatments. Um, not, not yeah. hard. I mean, it's just nebulizer twice a day. So it's like totally yeah. doable and it's all he'll know. Like we Rev's been on nebul- nebulizer before and um, yeah. you know, she hates, it but that was when she was two so right. he won't know any different it'll just Easier be a part of the routine almost, yeah and that'll help his lungs like heal and rejuvenate and so then he'll be like normal life which is yeah yeah so so anyway so that is like the best news um yeah and then i was able to have a really fun time in napa and yeah it's just all all's all's on the up and up over here before we get to napa okay how was the combo with erica 
Uh, well, so I didn't really, so I messaged her voice memo and cried, you know, and I was desperate and she was like, okay, I'm about to hop onto a reading right now. I've got readings all day. I'll call you when my husband gets home from work. But then, um, uh, we were at the game that day, that night. And she was like, okay, my husband just got home, which was like eight 30 her time. And she's like, so I can totally call you now. Or if you think it can wait, I'll call you tomorrow when I'm fresh before I do any calls. Cause she was like spiritually really yeah. connected all day. So I think she was tired and I was like, Nope, totally fine. You know, we're at the game anyway. Um, and then that night was when they said they think like, after we got home from the game, that is when the doctor said that they think it was the reflux that he was aspirating on. Like they started him on medication and overnight, Teresa said um, she could tell he was already more comfortable. So then I messaged her and I was like, right yeah. now we're, I think we're good, but if things take a turn again, I'll call you. So, I mean, she was totally there um, yeah. for me. She was like, I, she had a, she messaged when we were messaging, she was like, um, effect, infection in the lungs right? Yes. And I was like, are you asking? Or are you telling me? And she's like, well, I'm hearing that in my ears. And I was like, that, the doctors are saying no. And she's like, okay, I, we need to get on the phone. I need to talk to someone that's close to him. So then we were going to get on the phone. It just never happened. But I still mm -hmm. am like so grateful because it is totally inappropriate to be messaging her like that. But I was desperate, you know? I mean, she's a professional yeah. and I really respect her. I know she's busy. Um, but I was like, I need something like, and I know, remember she told us she's like cracked cold cases before. Yeah. We need to get her back on the show. Yeah, we do. Especially since it's all, it's not spooky season yet. It's all it's we're we're but it's, we're knocking on the door of spooky season. And I love I love Erica in oh all forms, mm -hmm. but I love her spooky stories spooky, too. Spooky spooks. Spooky yeah. spooks. She's the best. Uh, we got to get her back on the pod. Mm -hmm. Probably sooner rather than later. Yeah. Actually, October maybe one. I'll reach out to her and say, hey, would you want to come back on the pod this year? Yeah. Colin and I were just talking about it. Yeah. What's good for you? Mm -hmm. Anytime. Can, can we like, get her in October? Right. Anytime between October 1st and October 1st. Right. So can we get you? We know your <laughs> right schedule's away. packed. So we have quite a window for you. It's any... T we're available. We're going to clear our schedule October totally 1st. Yeah. We're totally, <laughs> totally open. Flexible. Available for you. Yeah. On that day. On that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, we will work around your schedule. Um, okay. So you had the best weekend yeah. ever. Mm -hmm. Super fun. Yeah. Was, you were able to go and hang oh, out God. with like really close friends that you haven't seen, seen in a while. very long time. Yeah. You got a lot of good quality time together. And Emily. Amongst so, a backdrop of beauty. Emily's like, one of my best Napa. friends. Yeah. And we don't distance well together. So yeah. a lot of people are like thinking like we're not friends anymore and every time we get together it's like oh pick up where you left right off. there i mean yeah besties yep. so um i mean you know yeah you, you, you know yeah um know. it's great yeah so anyway it was like amazing and then i just love that whole crew it was a really small yeah. group um the top leaders on my team but it was just so fun and i felt like I was just sort of letting more than I thought. And I've talked about it here, but letting like the haters get in my head more. And this weekend I was back to just like letting it fly and letting like for yeah. sure know that I look sloppy and I don't give a fuck. Like, right. Yeah. Like I know that there was a lot of judgment, but there was judgment back when I was being like my muted version of myself on social. It just feels so much better to, for me to not have to think through any filter. Like, life. yeah, I can just be yeah. there. Um, and that it, I mean, I haven't really been in community like that in since before COVID, you know? So yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, felt good. I think that's a good teaser too. Cause in this episode, Ash is going to talk about how do you work through things with yourself? Mm. Yeah. Did you listen? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and good. I loved it. Yeah. And it, it's awesome because I think regardless of, who you are mm -hmm. there's something in this segment for you yes like because we all like so much of life is a journey inward mm -hmm. and there's ups and downs and how do you like go through those ups and downs with yourself and yeah. come out on the other side and like arm yourself with ways to get through more of the challenging moments. Yeah. You well, know? And I, I talk about, so I pre-recorded this segment when I was up in Napa. That's what she's talking about, but it's coming in the middle of the episode. But, um, I talk about, like, I just feel like a lot of times we think, oh, my mother-in-law is being judgmental or the people at church or whatever. But the only reason that it's really judgment is because of the judgment. We're resonating with some of that judgment. And, um, so then it's really about bulking up your confidence in yourself yeah. so that, 
when people that don't necessarily matter as much have an opinion, you're able to withstand it because you've got your own back. And then, like I said, and I do mention, it's not just, oh, bulldoze everyone and no one matters. But like, if you came to me and said something, then I would take it seriously. But I don't need to take everybody's opinion seriously, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's coming up. Other Overcoming other people's opinions, which ultimately boils down to you having your own back. You know? And we got faves for you, too, and it's been yeah. a hot minute. Oh, man, it has. Yeah. But before we get to any... Wait, do I need to know anything about you? Oh. Like what well, I just got back... Speaking? Well, we uh, had a low-key weekend, which was really nice. I felt like I needed to be at home, um, which is funny because we're at home all the time, but like home and not doing anything. Like home and just right, being no able plans, to relax. No agenda. Recharge. Um, we saw some friends on Friday night and then on... God, the weekend's a blur, kind of. But what have we done even this weekend? We went on, uh, we went to go look at a house at the mountain. And Chris put up a picture. You guys did something. He put up an adorable picture of you, of Ben and Chris. That was last night. That was the, the three of us went to, we signed up for this little like club. Yeah. You talked about on Patreon. Talked about over on Patreon. We're trying to get Ben more oriented in the water. He doesn't know how to swim. We have swimming lessons, swimming lessons in a couple of weeks starting, um, the first time we went, he was out, out of his mind. Like he did not want anything to do with it. Um, second time we went back, he saw some other kids like in the pool and started warming up to it. Last night we went, the three of us, Ben did not want to get out of the pool. Mm, oh. like, ben, it's time to go home. And he's like, no, 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 no. He was, we were there for a long time. It just, you know, just enjoying water company a water baby we were like just our whole goal is just for him to have fun mm-hmm. but last night we were working on like kick your feet yeah. i don't know how to teach kids to swim but that's i think part of it yeah. right just whatever just learn how to feel the water in between your legs and uh it was he was really into like mama kick dad a kick ben kick that's what he kept saying oh. and so the three of us were sitting on the steps of the pool kicking you know, oh. and all the other parents, like there was no other parents. I think there was one other parent in the pool with their kids. All the other kids were self-sufficient and the parents were like around. But the three of us were in there. Thick kicking. as thieves. Kicking yeah. and so splashing. Hey, we've just been kicking it this Aww. weekend. I love it. Um, and I just got done having coffee with my dad. Yeah. Which, which was I very love. Nice I love that. To get one on one time. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and I, ever since I was little, our thing is going to coffee together where we would... And you know, watching movies up. and playing video games. Yes, we have some things. You guys but, have some, um, your relationship's adorable. Some, yeah. We have some things and coffee's one of our things. And I remember, well, all my memories are, you know, my dad would always take my opinions and thoughts very seriously, mm-hmm. even as a young girl. And he'd ask me questions and be very curious about who I was becoming and what I was thinking about. And nothing's changed. We mm-hmm. go to coffee and it's very curious about me mm. what I think about. And I'm very curious about what he thinks about. We just, yeah. it was a be- beautiful day, nice and cool, but sunny, comfortable yeah. morning. And we just sat out, talked and talked and talked. I love it. And it was quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys, before we get any further into the pod, I have to talk to you about how I am thriving using Thrive market. This is the freaking best place to get your organic groceries, which can be so freaking expensive at the store. Um, Thrive Market makes that a heck of a lot easier. It's an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They deliver everything so fast. uh, That gives you more time to spend time on what matters. They've got member-only prices and they work directly with our favorite organic brands. So we get the highest quality products at the best price. I love going in there and shopping for my Thrive Market order. You can filter by uh, like, I want something for my kids or something for me or something for the family. I want some snacks. I've gotten so many things for Ben on there that he absolutely loves. There's like this really good like chicken jerky that he is a huge fan of. Ashley's been talking about those bonza like mac and cheese. Um, We got a couple of boxes of those. It's a super super big hit. I honestly, when I'm shopping on there, I can't believe how much I get, um, how much I get for the dollar. Um, It feels like it spreads so far. And by the time I know it, my cart's full and I can't believe the price that I'm checking out at. And then the next thing I know, it's on my doorstep and it's all delicious. To top it off, when you join 
you give back. Through Thrive Gives, for their one-for-one membership matching program, every paid membership sponsors a free one for a low-income family. Go to thrivemarket.com slash sip. Join today to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash sip to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash sip. Okay. I wanted to spend some time today. I think one of the things that people come to me a lot for is like, Ashley, how do you not care about what other people think? And I spent a long time not liking me. I spent a long time being my own biggest hater and then have worked really hard the last few years to become my biggest fan. And that sort of makes other people's opinions a little bit more irrelevant. So I wanted to share with you today sort of my strategy on how to do that, like what mindset shifts I took to become more at peace with who I am and love with who I am. Because we think that it's other people's opinions that are getting in the way of ourselves, of liking ourselves, of going after what we want. And the truth is, it's really our opinion of ourselves that is allowing other people's opinions to be so important. And so I've had to revisit this lately. I've been challenged lately with um, the haters being sort of out of control and crazy and then letting them get to me. And so I've sort of had to circle back on what I like about myself, that I'm likable, that it's okay to not be universally accepted. And that's not a goal that I have. So I'll walk you through that today. And I'm sure you've heard this quote, but you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world. And there will still be someone who doesn't like peaches. If you're not being your true self then you stop liking yourself because you're not authentic. And then your brain will go to work to find reasons you're not likable. And so I remember back you know, years ago when I was really insecure, people would compliment me and I just didn't believe them because I knew I wasn't showing up as who I am. I was afraid to show the world who Ashley was. Um, you know, I didn't want people to know that I liked the color pink. I wanted everyone to think that I was like a guy's girl and I watched SportsCenter every night. And I did watch SportsCenter every night, but not because... I don't think it was really because I loved it. I thought it was because that would make me more acceptable, more appealing to men, right? I wanted to work at Nike because I thought that that would make people envious of my job. I just did so much for other people. And I was trying so hard to be what people would be inspired by and you know, encouraged by or jealous of or whatever, like. And in turn... When people complimented me, I didn't believe them, but also I didn't like me because I wasn't being true to me, right? So we want people to have opinions based on reality. And when you're showing up as what you think the world wants to see, you're giving them less than you. And maybe... and. And people didn't like me then, right? People aren't actively not liking you right now. And you're trying to be a people pleaser. You're trying to put the version of yourself out into the world that is going to be the most likable. And people don't like you right now. So you may as well show up as who you are. And then people still won't like you. There'll still be people who are like, she's not my cup of tea, but at least you'll have you, right? Other people's opinions have nothing to do with you. It's just their perception of you. So I want you to imagine that you walk into a party or whatever, right? Okay, there's a room full of 10 people. You are the exact same person. You're wearing the same clothes. You're telling the same jokes. Your voice sounds the same. You are, you know, you have the same job. You're married to the same person, right? It's all the same. But you, after you leave, if they were, you know, poll those 10 people, they would all have 10 different opinions, 10 different takeaways, 10 different ideas of who they thought you were and what they liked and what they didn't and what they were attracted to, right? Because it isn't about you. And so if we just decided to tell our truth about everything, then we can do the work on being okay with people not liking us. So I think it's a really, it's not like a horrible thing that we want people to like us, right? Like it's actually a very natural thing. We, it's part of our primal brain. We don't want criticism. We want to control other people's opinions of us because we want to be accepted. 
that is an innate thing, right? The, our motivational triad is seek pleasure, avoid pain, and exert as little energy as possible. And it is painful to be on the outside of a tribe, to be not liked by people. And in the very beginning of humanity, it was life and death. If you were not liked, if you were ousted from the tribe, you were isolated, I mean, it was very likely that you were going to die, right? But that's not how it, the world works anymore. And so I want to give you the tool, the mental tool to believe that criticism in and of itself isn't painful, right? Like if someone tells you, oh, I hate your blue, your blue hair and you don't have blue hair, you're like, okay, I don't, I don't resonate with that, right? I don't identify with that. But if someone says, oh, wow, you look like you've put on some weight, which uh, obviously you don't want that person in your life if they say that. But if you have body insecurity, you're probably going to believe them. You're going to feel like shit. Because you identify with that, right? But it's not painful when someone has a criticism of you until you have a thought about it. So really, this is sort of a meta thought here, but you are the one causing all of your pain. Not the people that are criticizing you. It's not what they say that is causing you pain, right? Someone says, I hate your blue hair. You have a thought, you must be out of your mind. (laughs) Out of your damn mind, I don't have blue hair. So then you're unaffected. Someone says you, you know, they hate your they hate the car you drive or they hate your husband or they hate whatever. You're too loud, right? For me, that was something my whole life. I was so embarrassed of being too loud, so much shame over being too loud. If someone said I was too loud, I thought my, you know, the thought that came in after that was they must hate me or I'm embarrassing or I shouldn't be here, right? And that is what was painful. The thought, my identification with what they said was what was painful, not what they actually said. So then it begs the question, what is your opinion of yourself? What happens if you just show up as you? And it's so interesting. Like when you start doing this, you might not, you're like, I don't even know what my, what I like. I don't even know who I am, what brings me joy because you've been hiding it for so long. And so it just starts with baby steps, right? Like allowing yourself to be loud or to like the color pink or to wear what you want to wear, right? To style your hair the way you do. You want to get a nose ring, you get a nose, like just the little things and people are going to have opinions about it. But again, people are having opinions of it now. And so you can let people see your truth and see what happens. And maybe everyone will hate you. Not likely, of course. But even if everyone hates you, you've still got you. Most likely what's going to happen is you will find the people who actually love you, who actually love peaches. And of course, some won't, right? There's still going to be some people that are like, she's not my cup of tea. I don't like a juicy peach, but you're not going to be hanging out with them because you will be too busy. Like when we level up our brain, we no longer tolerate people in our world who don't like us. You don't spend time now with people like the people when I didn't like me, I would spend time being around people that also didn't like me because it felt... I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. You don't like me. I don't like me. Cool. We have that in common, right? I spent time with people who, when I got up from the table, were talking about me when I left. And now that I like me, I just don't have room in my life for that anymore. I just don't make space or time or energy, right? So what if... What if me being a loud, big personality who's always super duper extra is not a shameful thing? What if it's a thing to be celebrated? What if I celebrate that? And then anybody who doesn't want to celebrate that with me can fuck off. They can opt out, right? They can opt out of being my friend. They can opt out of being my client. They can opt out of following me on social media. They can opt out of being in my social circle, right? They're going to opt out because I'm not going to tolerate it. So let people see you. That has been like the biggest gift that I've given myself is allowing people to see me, deciding it's okay if they don't like me. Because again, they weren't liking me back when I was trying to be the person that they would like. So what if everything that we thought was wrong about us? What if everything that you thought was wrong about you is actually great about you? And you let everyone just see you at 100%. Because when you let go of your shame of being yourself, right? When I let go of my shame of being loud, when people told me that I was too loud, I'm like, oh, damn it, you're right. (laughs) Sorry, I'll quiet down. Like last night, we were at a restaurant 
And we were talking about a really intense topic. And I get heated. I get passionate. I mean, you can hear it right now. And I was like, oh, shit. And it was like a nice restaurant, right? So it was like kind of quiet. And I was like, and I had to check myself. No one said it to me, but I was like, oh, shit. Sorry, guys. I'm being too loud. Like, I am loud. But I also know that part of me being loud, big, outspoken personality is what led me to live the life I have. It's what brought me to the success that I have. Being who I am, that thing that I had so much shame over is what also brings me so much joy now. Like I get to have fun being me and no one can stop me because without the shame, I get to know what I like. I get to know who I am. I get to speak my mind. And then I have found people who really do like me. And when they tell me that they like me, I can believe them because I know they're seeing the real me. And I also am repelling the people who don't like me. And they've opted out, like I said, right? When I stop rejecting, when I stopped rejecting myself, I just also stopped tolerating being around people who rejected me too. And it is so freeing. I want you guys to think about your favorite person, right? And for me, one of my favorite people is Colleen. Absolutely, hands down, you know? So if I'm introducing Colleen to like when she was coming to San Diego, I'm telling them like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for her to come. You guys are going to love her. She's so much fun. She's just easy, whatever. Like, I can go on and on about how wonderful Colleen is. If Colleen were to have left San Diego and people there, someone was like, ugh, you, I, I can't believe she's your best friend. Like, I just don't like her. I would think they were crazy. Like their opinions would not matter. I would actually stop liking that person as much if they didn't like Colleen, if they had something to say about her, because I just love her. Like she is a soulmate of mine for sure. And I don't understand how people would have anything bad to say, which by the way, let me just let you know, Colleen, that never happened. But I'm saying like, I have her back so fiercely that when someone says something, if someone were to say something negative about her, it would be a reflection of that person, not on Colleen. It's not going to influence the way I think about her, right? Imagine what would happen if you felt that way about yourself, right? Like if you had your back that fiercely, and I'm not saying like if it's people that love you and they've got criticism or you've done something and you've hurt their feelings, of course. I'm not saying this means you're always right and you just bulldoze every situation. I'm just saying that the people that don't like you or have shit to say about you probably aren't your people. And yet you're acting like they matter and they don't. People will always have opinions of you, but it only matters. Those opinions only matter if you agree with them. Right. And so one of the things that I love to say is like, um, maybe you leave. I used to leave every party, your conversation, whatever. And I would just overanalyze like, Oh my God, I'm such a dumbass. I shouldn't have said that. Like, what if that was embarrassing? You know, I'm sure I embarrassed my husband or, um, that was, they probably think I'm stupid. Right. So just asking myself, like, what if it's okay that I'm too loud? What if it's okay if I turn some people off today? What if it's okay that people were embarrassed by me? right? Like I am sure. Oh my God. When we went to France, um, so they, they sent the top 10 coaches, they sent them on these trips, right? And so it's a whole variety of people aren't necessarily your people. Um, and we go there and there are some people that are Southern and real like polite and manners are important. I'm from the Pacific Northwest. You get like, it is, you know, keep Portland weird. You get to be who you are. Wave your freak flag. So Southern man, like manners and stuff is just not a thing I know. And there are times where we would be at a restaurant and there's someone from the South who'd be like, Ashley, quiet down, tone it down. Right. And it's like, what if it's okay that I am loud? What if it's okay that he's embarrassed of who I am? I'm not married to him. He doesn't, he wouldn't choose me. Right. And he still liked me. Like I loved him where we got along great. I called him the MVP of the trip because I loved him so much, but still I embarrassed him. And that was okay. Right. Because if you can handle people not liking you, your life will explode. What you would be willing to do, the chances you would be willing to take will explode. You just get to like, if you live in your truth and in your power and you're okay showing up in your skin, you get to like just try on new things, go after that job, say yes to opportunities, you know, just live fully and wholly. And it is amazing. You just have to really be committed to believing or starting the process of believing that you are not broken, whether you are loud 
or quiet. Cause that's the other thing, right? I've always been too much, but there are some people, your story might be, I wish I were more. I don't think I'm enough. I've always thought I was too much. I was told I was too much. I'm bossy. I'm loud. I'm big, right? But what if your story is you're not quite enough? Speak up. If only you were bigger. If only you, you know, were louder and more charismatic, right? But what if you're exactly enough? What if you are not at all broken? You are magic as you are. Loud, quiet, fit, fat, introvert, extrovert, morning person, night owl. There is a place for you in this world. And massive success and happiness and joy is available to you the moment you get on board with yourself. So are you willing to have your own back when someone is wrong about you? When someone doesn't like you or agree with you or judges you? Are you going to make it mean that you're a piece of shit or you're embarrassing and, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have done that, right? You can make it mean that you're unlikable, too loud, too shy, too whatever it is you're telling yourself. Or you can decide they just must not like peaches. Even when it's a perfectly good, juicy, delicious, amazing peach. The more strongly we opinionate about ourselves in a positive way, the more evidence our brains will find for why we will lovable, why we are lovable, right? Like when you don't think you are likable or a lovable person, your brain has given you all kinds of evidence to prove that true. But it is also can be the, you know, the reverse of that. When you start to believe you are powerful and magical and amazing and wonderful and not perfect, none of us are, then your brain will find evidence for why you're a total freaking badass the way that you are. Whether people like peaches or not is out of our control. Whether someone likes you or not is out of our control. We can continue to try to live for other people, but we will be unhappy because then we won't like who we are. We have to be committed to being a peach even knowing there are people that don't like peaches, right? You could be a whole damn ray of sunshine and there will still be people who prefer standing in the rain. The answer there is not to join them in the rain and to dim your life. The answer there is to keep on shining regardless. So when it comes to other people's opinions, it is not them or their opinions that's matter, that matters. It is what you think of yourself. Can you have your own back? Can you stay committed to being a ripe, juicy peach and repelling some people who don't like them? And that's my secret. Man, oh man, I can hardly see straight. Ashley's segment was so good. Thank goodness for my Warby Parkers. Let me throw those puppies on, you guys. Warby Parker, one of our favorite partners here on the pod, was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. They've got eyeglasses, sunglasses, contacts, eye exams, the best customer service. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. Uh, Their glasses start at 95 bucks, including prescription lenses. Sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses are also available. You guys, from the very... I've used Warby Parker a couple of times. So has Ash. I've got a couple of pair of eyeglasses. Um, I've got sunglasses. It's just so easy. You go online, you take a quiz, you order their home try-on kit, and they deliver glasses to your door, five pairs of glasses to try on at home so you can pick the ones that you love. It's just so easy. I When I got mine, I tried them on for Chris to the little fashion show. Um, I felt like, I don't know, sometimes when I've purchased glasses before, like at an actual store, um, I feel like a little bit of pressure to make a decision. I loved trying these on at home, being able to put them on as many times as I wanted to, getting Chris's reaction. Uh, I asked, of course, Ben for his feedback too. Um, but then there was a prepaid return shipping label. Um, so I picked out the ones I wanted, sent the try on ones back. Uh, they delivered to me my perfect eyeglasses after that, you guys. Every time Ashley and I put our put our Warby Parkers on. People always ask where they're from. It's just all of the time. They're so, so, so cute. You guys have to try it. 
Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash sip. I was thinking maybe I would just do sort of a Napa Valley fave um, yeah. because I did not, I pulled my audience or whatever. Um, I did not know where to go, where to say, what to do. So yeah. I was going to give maybe the highlights. The best of. You know, of, yeah, yeah. So that if you guys are planning, you can circle back to this. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we stayed in St. Helena or St. Helena, Helena. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce anything, but we stayed there and it was a cute little town. But next time I will stay in Yountville, Yountville, Y-O-U-N-T-V-I-L-L-E. It's a little bit north of Napa, but it was adorable. Like the cutest little town. Um, And it's kind of like modern-y. It feels like it's a little bit modern. St. Helena, Helena is um, more like renovated but older homes it felt like you know um very charming but I love like the modern foodie yeah it was beautiful so we would stay in Yountville next time and then the best thing we did we all did uh pits and peaks of the trip and all of our peak was this bike tour at Napa Valley Bike Tours you pick it up in Yountville and I rented electric bikes, which I've never done before. That was amazing. It was a five, six hour tour, I think. What is an electric bike? So it's a bike that you can pedal, but also there's like a clicker where it has like a motor on it that it'll like kick oh. in so that you don't have to do all of the work. Like, or you can turn yeah. it off. You know, you can turn How it off. How fast yep. is the motor? It k- kicks off at, I think he's, he, I think he might have said 19 miles an hour. But does that feel pretty fast? I mean, I felt pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It might have also been 28 miles an hour. I'm not totally yeah. sure. Something How does that work the more wine you have? So they only do two winers. So we wrote, he like cruised us all around. It was beautiful biking through the vineyards, you know, and then took us to one tasting room. It was a little modern, whatever. And then we went to our second spot and that was like sitting. It was like a very tiny. Um, I actually asked the vineyard so we went to ghost block first it was fine but saddleback cellars you guys that Mm. one very very small off the beaten path it's not a huge fancy there is no real tasting room really but you sit like in the vines they have picnic tables there in the vines um old tract it was like so cute and the wine was delicious i ordered um actually six bottles of the shard it was the best chardonnay i've ever had i ordered a half case because i was like buttery yes but like sweet buttery or something Ooh, i don't know it was very nice. unique i mean i was also I several buttery you know, chasing. yeah but um saddleback cellars was amazing mm-hmm. and that was part of our tour and then they had lunch delivered there and the lunch was from another place that everyone recommended bouchon bakery amazing so i actually just had the gluten-free option was like tuna salad on bib which was amazing and then um they had a gluten-free macaroon you know those like french oh, macaroons yeah. <gasps> oh yeah in fact i think i still have one in my bag i don't know to oh die. my god it's to die and then the the host his name was his name was james he was like a drug hit. He was like doing not there, but like he told us stories about how he was a hippie He's from San Francisco and he would like smoke pot and long hair. And then he, when he transplanted up to Napa, they weren't used to seeing his kind around those parts. And he just had a lot of, he was so fun. So I cannot recommend Napa Valley bike tours enough. Um, in fact, if I go again, I would probably book multiple days. Like I would probably wow. do that again because they also know like cool places to yeah. like wineries to go in. And, you know, we did also go to mom, mom, yeah, mom Napa, yeah. which was beautiful and really good customer service. And then we did Shandone. Amazing. Shandone's yeah. estate was gorgeous. I'm sure. Um, it was really hot, but it was, yeah, Stunning, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then um, where to eat. So the best, our number one meal was this place called Farmstead. It's farm to table. That's in St. Helena. And, um, we sat like in the farm and it was like high end, amazing, delicious. So 
like beautiful setting and they have breakfast, lunch, dinner. So I would 100, you know, for sure you guys have to go to Farmstead. And then the second best place was just, we happened upon last night. I had made us a reservation for the restoration hardware place, but it was like late in the day. I couldn't get in until 745. So we stumbled upon this place called R&D Kitchen. That was in Yountville. Duh probably some of the best margaritas I've ever had. They had sushi that was freaking to die for. Really cute, modern, indoor area. So I would say stay in Yountville, go to Farmstead and R&D Kitchen. 100% you got to do the Napa Valley bike tour. And then also in St. Helena, they have Frosé at Gott's Roadside. So that's not really like a restaurant. You like go order. They have burgers and fries. It's like a roadside thing tons and tons of reviews. So swing in there if you're looking for like a little snack to hold you over till dinner or something, but get their rosé or frosé. We, <laughs> you're not supposed to leave the premises with it, but we, Autumn drove us down there because Emily and I got started with some frosés before the rest of them got there. And we, sn- we went and we bought the frosé and then we ran to the car. And then, I mean, it was like a three minute drive home. Autumn had not been drinking yet, but I, I was like, everyone needs frosé. We got to take these home. And I was like, you know, I felt like a, a freaking Bonnie and Clyde. I'm like yeah. running off. But anyway, um, and I think that's it. Okay. My faves, I got a little, uh, I got a couple randoms and then I've got a fall TV guide Kay. situation. <clears throat> Favorite thing I sipped, you know, our froth, like a boss creamer. Oh yeah, the oat that we whatever, love. Yeah, yeah. We I, you recommended this a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. I tried it and I've never turned back mm-hmm. because that frothed up. Yeah, nice with coffee is a the best at home cup of, a cup of Joe. Um, and I love the oatmeal cookie, but I also love the vanilla. There's something about mm-hmm. the vanilla that tastes like a toasted marshmallow mm. to me. They came out with a new flavor. <gasps> Have you heard of this? No. Someone from the Sip Squad sent us a message. Uh, with a picture, and then I was able to find it. Maple brown sugar, <gasps> perfect for fall. Where I did got you find my it? got my hands on it at a Target. Okay. Nearby. Oh my god! Maple brown sugar froth like a boss. It is your fall cup of coffee. Okay. Oh, Don't have to tell me every day fall cup of coffee. It's delicious. Favorite thing I ate. This was something um, uh, Carrie, Chris's mom, mm-hmm. made. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to make this for people. And I made it for some friends. And it was so good. One of the friends took a picture of it. That's when you know Whoa, something a is that's good. A slam dunk. It's corn. It's a street corn recipe. Oh. So it goes with anything. It's perfect for this time of year. Yeah. Um, and it's just absolutely delicious. So I'll read. It's very easy to do. And it's gorgeous. And I'll show you the picture, Ash, of mm-hmm. what my friend took and then um i'll also post this maybe we'll have kara post the picture on instagram with, yeah. the, with the recipe so it's really easy you grill the corn right first on the barbecue you want to give it that nice grilled flavor um and for those of you who want the specifics this is from by the way foodwithfeeling.com this is where the recipe's from okay so you grill the corn for roughly 12 minutes so you turn it a quarter turn every 3 minutes mm-hmm. so 12 minutes total then you mix this topping together and the topping is a quarter cup of mexican sour cream oh. you can also use regular sour cream but you can find um uh, Mexican sour cream at the store. This recipe calls for a quarter cup of mayonnaise. The friends that I made this for, one of the, uh, she, has, she cannot eat mayonnaise, like on anything. She's a zanny. She like will not no, eat mayo. You, she can sniff okay. it out. Uh-huh. It's like something. So I took out the mayo because I'm not going to do that to her. Chris was like, maybe we could sneak in a little bit and she won't notice. I'm like, I don't know. Um, so, and I had it both with and without mayo. Couldn't taste a difference really. Half a cup of cojita cheese. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I don't know. Cojita, cotija. I have no idea. Everyone knows. Two cloves of garlic, crushed. Oh, yum. Okay. Quarter teaspoon of sea salt, juice and zest of one lime. Mm-hmm. I did the zest and the juice of a lime, and then I put a true one of those true the lime packet. packets uh-huh. in it for a little extra juice. A quarter cup of cilantro, mm-hmm. and then you do um, half teaspoon of chipotle chili powder. Oh, okay. So you mix all of that up, right? And then the corn comes out and you put it, the trick is you got to put it on a beautiful plate. I put mine on just a white plate. Mm. And then you top it with that mixture. Yeah. And then I did another dash of the chili powder and like cilantro. You just artisanally. Yeah. So it's beautiful presentation. Yeah. And I'll show you 
<gasps> oh no, that is what? Calling that? Yes. I mean, you could I serve that. that at a farm to table restaurant in Napa and charge like 40 bucks for it. That yes. Looks this is the crowd pleaser side dish. Wow. So if you're going to a barbecue, say, hey, I'm going to bring some street corn. I'm going to bring that's I've amazing. Got the thing. Or if you're hosting like with a barbecue, we made it with uh, barbecue chicken. Or no, we did uh, smoke tri-tip. Mm. But you do with that whatever. Yeah, anything you want. Some sort of meat and street corn. And you chef's kiss. Mm, mm, You've got mm. yourself quite a situation. Um, product. I I talked about this on the gift guide, the Ember mug, because I bought yes. it for my parents, whatever. It keeps it warm. I got one for me. Chris bought one for me for my birthday. Oh. I hadn't actually used it. I okay. recommended it. Yeah. Everyone around me loved yeah. it. I haven't actually used it. Now I use it. And I love it. Mm, okay. So it's a double down. Love it. Love it. Love it. That checks out. So I, I made myself a cup of coffee with my maple brown sugar cream. I, my office is upstairs. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. I can just stay up here and do my work and my Zoom calls. Yeah. And I don't have to then drink cold, lukewarm coffee yeah. or cold and coffee. And you are a, you like hot, right? I like like yeah. a good. I don't like a scolding. Okay, but I want. It's just kind of amazing. Like it's wow. been an hour. My coffee's still perfect. Yeah, this is perfect. You yeah. control it from your app. Did you say yeah? And, and you can yet set you it drink at a out of like a coffee mug. Right, you're not right. drinking you out of like a, ah. a yeti or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, <clears throat> fall TV guide. Um, if you have this isn't fall, but if you haven't watched White Lotus yet, you guys, yep. I really just <laughs> you got to do it. Okay. Um, in order of operation here, this is currently out now. The second season just came out. Have you watched Ted Lasso? No. This Ashley. is a must? This is a must-watch TV. Oh, shit. People have been recommending this. Okay. Okay. It All has right. gotten a bajillion nominations for things. Um, Where is it? It is so good. It's on Apple. Okay. There's the second season just came out. I didn't think I would like it because it's a feel good mm. and it's like a comedy. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about feel goods. I like feel bads. Uh huh. Or more feel intense. right. Yeah, handmaids. Like we want children to be ripped from their moms. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ted Lasso. You can't help but love him. He's gonna make you fall for him. Okay. And it is the best show. And I look forward to it. It is smart. It is enduring. It is um it makes you feel things. Okay. Happy things. All right. It is I'm really, in. really, really good. Um, the morning show. Remember that one? Yeah, is it back? Jen Aniston comes back September 15th. <gasps> so right around the corner. I can't wait. Um, okay. Succession has to make the list. There's still not an actual date. HBO is telling us in October, though. So that yeah. is very, very near. Mm-hmm. Um, Be here Dexter New Blood comes out November 7th. American Crime Story Impeachment. This is about Monica Lewinsky, <gasps> Bill Clinton. Um, that oh, it feels like these American Crime Stories. They did like the um, they've done a couple of these and they always get awards. Um, same guy who does American Horror Story, Ryan okay. Murphy, I think is his name. That comes out September seventh, so like today. That's like coming out as you're listening to this podcast. Shit. Okay. Um, and then there's a new show that's getting a lot of buzz. It's got uh, Martin Selena. Short. Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's got the the Martins. Um, Only Murderers in the Building on who? 100%. It's like like 95 plus percent audience score and Rotten Tomato score. Whoa. Very, very, very high. Yeah, I I put that Um, on my notes. We started watching it. We started watching it last night. Um, So far, so good. We like it. We like it. So there's your fall TV guide, guys. All right, you guys, a repeat fave. Ding, 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 ding. That comes back freaking episode after episode because we love it so much. Care of. You guys, care of. These are the high quality products formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Okay, so these, it's it's the way like to easily get back into an easy to follow routine, they're going to give you recommendations on vitamins and supplements just for you. You go on, you take an online quiz um, that takes the guesswork out of vitamins and asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. It's so easy with a personalized subscription delivered to your door each month, contact-free, so you never have to worry about running out. They also have an app that allows you to track your routine and earn rewards like discounts and free products when you 
when you're consistent with taking your vitamins. I love you guys. Like, I don't know. I go to wherever and I'm in the vitamin aisle and I get so overwhelmed with what do I need? And I just throw a bunch of things in the cart and cross my fingers and hope that that's... (laughs) (laughs) what my body actually wants. So I loved using Care Of because I was able to go on, outline what my goals were, what I needed, and they were able to curate just for me. Hey, Colleen, here's our recommendations. They arrived right to my door. I felt so special when I received the Care Of packaging, and it was just so easy to grab uh, my little personalized vitamin packets every day, and I knew I was getting exactly what I needed. It was so convenient so fun, took the guesswork out. Um, and I just absolutely love care of Ash and I are totally obsessed, you guys, and you will be too. Okay. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code SIP50. That's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code SIP50. Ding, 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 ding. It's time to rant Rant and and rave. I got a rant for you. Hit me. All right. So every year since Ben has been born, so a couple years, newborn photos, one, it's like we got to do family photos. Never have done family photos before, but now that we have a child, we're like, we've got to have these markers in time, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, you get family photos scheduled. I got to do this. It's on your to do list. Right. It's on your to do yeah. list. You get them scheduled. You're coordinating with someone. Like you pick a deal. Yeah. You pick a date. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, what am I going to wear? So I've been like surfing yep. all kinds of places, trying to think of outfits. I'm Googling family photo outfit. I'm thinking about Ben. You know, Chris is like, I'm going to wear this. And I'm like, all right. Well, if you're going to wear that, then I got to reconsider what yeah. I've been looking at. And it's this whole thing. And then mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we're going to meet, you know, at dawn or whatever for lighting. You know, like <laughs> yeah. find the best light or dusk, dusk or like whatever yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. So we pick this farm for family photos. Mm-hmm. And we get all, I wake up early. I got my makeup in. I never wear lashes. I put lashes yeah. on. I'm getting dulled up. Shebang. We get Ben ready. I can't believe we're out the door on time. Perfect. We get there. And it's like everything you think it's going to be, it's not usually. Right. It's just not. Right. So you show up. And the thing is with young people is anytime you tell them, hey, let's sit on this blanket and smile or mm-hmm. like we're going to it's like you are at their like the, the that's not how it works. Right. We don't no. dictate. No. Things. You are not the boss. We follow. Mm-hmm. And then the more you try and lead the thing, things can unravel, mm-hmm. you know, pretty quickly. Um, so we get to the farm and it's it's dusty. And of course, we put Ben in like a white shirt. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, of course, it's the, there's snotties coming out. So I'm literally oh, wiping his. God. I forgot. I forgot wipes. I forgot distractions. I didn't. Yeah. I was so concerned about my makeup. I wasn't thinking yeah. about the, the tricks uh-huh. for like how to get. And so I'm wiping his snot with my dress. Oh. Literally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I didn't know what to do. Dress, you get, mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I'll be damned if we got, I don't know if we got a single picture yet. I'm sure. So that, when was that? I don't know. You haven't know. seen them yet? I don't know if we got a single picture. Photographers we left, are magic. We left the situation. I don't know if we got a single picture. Oh my God. And we left. And, and you I better thought, have, and because year, that was a whole thing if you didn't. Last year, it was a little easier, but even after I was sweating mm-hmm. when they left and I was exhausted. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, family photos are, are hard. They are so much work. So much and the work. irony is like then you get these photos of happiness right. and you're like that's not what really happened. That is not. <laughs> yeah, not have you seen, there was like this trend on TikTok that was like Instagram versus actual reality. Like saying, you know, this person's yeah. like frolicking on the beach and they're like, in this moment, I had just yelled at my husband and just, <laughs> you know, I spilled coffee all over me, but I got the picture yeah. or whatever. But that's like what family photos are. You're like coordinate. It's like a circus, but like yes. One still. I was shot. trying to convince the photographer. I'm like, just take pictures of all of this because this is yeah. the reality and it's okay. Yeah. Like, take pictures of me wiping snot right. with my dress. Right. Like, I don't care it right. now. But and she would, you know, she didn't like because I was kind of saying it in jest, but also like. But that is the season that we're in. This is if we're gonna capture life, this moment in time. Let's capture, let's capture. the smiles <laughs> and the snot. Right. Let's capture smiles all of it. Yep. Yeah, it uh man, family photos are a lot of work. Yeah, and then are. it kind of makes the candid ones that you take in moments of like real life that much. Well, like sweeter. the one that Chris put on his story yes. yesterday. Yes. You have been and Chris just like 
straight joy. You know? Straight joy. Yeah. Yes. So cute. Anyway, what's your rant? Okay. You know when okay. Um, okay. you're walking down the street, uh-huh. maybe yeah. you're, wor- you're at work. Okay. And your vagina itches. Oh. What do you do? So what do you do? So then you're like trying yeah. to like, like sometimes I'm out for a walk in my neighborhood. And I'm looking around like, okay, yeah. can, what can I do here? And then you're like crossing your legs and like doing, you know, like sort of walking yeah. weird and like stepping to see if you can maybe move things around in there. Well, that itch will go yeah. away. Cross your legs. Yeah. And kind of cross squat. your, and you're like, yeah, should I lunge now? Or like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like sometimes then you'll put, I'll put like my purse and I'm like, oh, little quick one, little quick little itch yeah. there. Uh, but okay. So this is a rant on top of that. Guys never care. You see them always yeah. adjusting their junk. Just sticking their hands down Just their pants. bam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a little no, itch. No Let problem. me go fondle Wham myself in. for a moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which I didn't, the rant for me was like when you, when your vagina itches in public and you got to figure out what to do without looking like yeah. you're itching your vagina. But then on top of I just realized like, why do we have to, you know, it's just another, it's just a damn, you know, misogynist system. Yeah. I hear Once you, man. Once again. Anyway. Dude, when I was pregnant, there would be itches kind of throughout my body, yeah. but like, especially it seemed like down my pants, yeah. especially, especially when I went on walks down my pants. and it got so bad. I called my OBGYN. Yeah. I'm like, what's the deal? And she's one? like the blood. You have a lot of blood through your mm. body and in that area. And oh. I was trying to walk every day. Yeah. When I was pregnant, you know, cause like yeah. keep things moving. But it was unreal. Yeah. Like, and I would just, it was like torture. Life of its own. So like, uh, I gotta do it. Right. I just gotta I itch. I have to get I don't, in there. I don't care right. what people think, but I did care. And you're right. It just should be easier. Right. It should just be it easier just be to easier. take care of what you need to take care right. of. Right. Yeah. Um, my rave, I love a good holiday weekend. Mm. I think that it would be awesome. I've heard this like buzz that like, like that work, career, whatever is like kind of, it's like the biggest change in some ways with COVID oh. that like it'll like remote work and things like this. Yeah. And like people really just kind of drawing up more boundaries than they ever have before. Oh, I love that. And there's this um, buzz that maybe more places of employment will adopt like a four day work week. Mm. And that seems about right. Right. You know, because yeah. five days to two days, the balance is off. It's very off. Yeah. And it's very I feel off. Like if I had four days, I would, you know, you can be just much out. more efficient. Yeah. Yes. You're like, I think I'm going to do all this. Got right. Focus. I got four days. Right. And then you're like, then it just feels like we need to take back some time for ourselves. Yeah. Even if it's doing nothing even if it's just being with our families mm-hmm. like just like that's everything actually yeah. that's not nothing but even if, if it's not it doesn't have to be it's just time yeah to not do right feel like you yeah. have things to and do and instead of like working to live right or wait yes. living to work whatever yeah you know because it's it is yeah. backwards and so i have this yeah. three-day weekend and i'm thinking like cool this like i nice. i just i just appreciate them yeah and uh Three-day weekends are awesome. Anyway. Um, I mean, I kind of touched on both of my raves. So my rave is the, the getting together with this group this weekend was just yeah. amazing. Like, I have just missed people and the community and, like, oh, so much fun. And then um, secondarily, the doctors and nurses that took care of Callan and all – I mean, they were all stumped. They, had, they were calling in every freaking specialist, all their heads – getting in there to say what could it be but just like how hard they work for Mm. everybody all the and then you know Mm. it's in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of covid and it's just like man are they selfless to just you know they don't know any of these people walking into the hospital but they do everything they can for them to help Mm -hmm. them walk out and so i just felt really grateful for Mm -hmm. callan getting better because of the staff because of the doctors and the nurses and the people that care about, you know, because like Callan's like, sick yeah. and and the world's still spinning. And I'm like, how is the world still spinning? We've talked about this before. Like when your world stops, it feels crazy that everyone else's is still spinning. And but the doctors, their world, I mean, they're obviously their world's still spinning. That's what they do. But it is just like they, they care yeah. as much about the patients. Their as, top priority right? is your yes. top priority. Yes. Like we are in this together. Yeah. So um, they're seeing it that they see the situation. They see right. you. They're right. They want them to be better too. So um, grateful Callan got better. Grateful for Amazing Weekend. Grateful for the hospital staff. Just, you know, I'm feeling real happy. 
real happy. My life is a rave right now. I'm at a rave. Guys, I'm living inside of a rave. Ashley's at a rave. <laughs> and, Keep the party going. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram at You Can Sip With Us. Hit us up. We This is Tuesday episodes. I'm we vibe got surfing. Friday episodes over on Patreon. On. Get some merch, Get some you guys. Merch. We're restocking as fast as we can. Yep. Uh, but there's still lots in the merch store, so go snag yours. SipSquadPod.com. Ash. You can sip you with us. You guys can sip with always. us always. <laughs> <laughs> and we will, and we will see, see you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sip with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes. Kaboats. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.